Hey everyone, I'm Charlie Shrem, and this episode of Untold Stories is sponsored by Coin Gaming and Permission.io. You'll hear more about them later in this amazing episode. What's up, everyone? I am Charlie Shrem, and you are listening to Untold Stories, where twice a week, and I wish more, I get to dive deep with some of crypto's most influential leaders, past, present, and future, to really, 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 really understand how this movement came to be, and where the hell are we going? And on today's show, I get to to hang out for the next 40 minutes with a person who I consider a friend, Alex Edelman, the founder and CEO of Lolly. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me, Charlie. We got to, last time we got to hang out, um, eToro was throwing a party uh, in a some basement somewhere. This is like pre-COVID times. By the way, eToro um, is not my sponsor, but great company. And so they threw this party and uh, we were down there together. And um, you were telling me about your company. You were just launching it. And I had very briefly heard about it. And I don't know if you remember, I was like very excited to meet you because I like putting faces to the names. And then I registered and I started using it. And let's, let's, while you explain to everyone what you do, if they don't know already, uh, if they've been living under a rock, I'm going to log into <laughs> my Lolly account now in my browser and see how much money I've earned. Cause I believe I've, I believe in the past year, I've probably earned more Bitcoin than I've bought, but let's check. Wow. That's awesome. Now we're going to check right now. Let's see. Well, so what, uh, in the, yeah, I have to log in and see, yeah, dude, I, I don't know if you've checked. I've I just withdrew like two hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin on Lolly like a few weeks ago. That's awesome. It's yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, I mean, we we have users that have earned like multiple Bitcoin at this point. It's wild. Like I, um, I mean, I think as you know, like um, you know, using it for travel uh, is probably one of the biggest earning. Um, so like uh, hotels, flights, that kind of thing. Marriott is actually where I earned uh, yeah. a huge percentage of uh, of Bitcoin back. Yeah. For, for, I mean, for those that don't know, we're a <clears throat> Bitcoin rewards company. Uh, we give people Bitcoin when they do something that they're already going to do, which is shop online or travel. Um, we make it really easy. It takes 30 seconds to download. There's um, very minimal KYC. Uh, so super easy onboarding. And, uh, and then people can start earning, um, doing what they're already going to do. In the, I remember like in the early days of, of Bitcoin um, talking about using crypto as like a loyalty aspect of, uh, of companies rewarding the loyalty, use us, you get cash back. The model, the, the industry is a billion, billion dollar industry. Uh, but a lot of, most people don't realize that a lot of, there's only like really you and then your competitor are the two largest ones and pretty much the only ones that are doing what you're doing. Um, but for years, there are a lot of failed companies, even through the ICO world, like hundreds of them to try to do this exact same thing. Why did they fail? What, what do you think are the biggest caveats or the biggest like hurdles that you have to overcome to get people to start using it, uh, to like reoccurring constantly. Yeah. And, and there's a, there's a lot, I think there's a lot of reasons why, um, you know, pe- people failed in this space. I, I think a lot of people didn't focus on the fundamentals of, uh, cash back and rewards. Um, my team and I like, you know, a little bit of backstory. Um, you know, we had built a company previously called cosmic, and Cosmic was the leading e-commerce gateway. We were one of the inventors of the buy button uh, that let people buy from any website, no matter if the merchant was selling on that site or not. Um, it also let merchants sell their products any, anywhere. So different channels in video and ads, um, blog posts, wherever they were, they didn't have to sell directly on their site. They could sell anywhere. So we got to meet just about every retailer in North America, many parts of the world through that, building that business. 
Uh, we were ultimately acquired by our biggest customer, which is Pop Sugar, to come in and power about 1.2 billion in retail revenue. Um, got to meet a lot of fashion merchants through that, and then fast forward a little Pop bit. Sugar, why do I know that? They're they're a big like shopping, um, fashion, um, celebrity kind of uh, media mm. publication for um, mainly targeted at at the female demographic. Um, and then fast forward a little bit, Rakuten, uh, Ebates at the time, uh, the biggest cash company in the U.S., many parts of the world, uh, came along and bought us away from from Pop Sugar. Uh, in another acquisition. They bought my friend's company too. How funny is that? You know, unroll.me, oh, cool. me, unroll me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My, friend, my best friend, literally, we were born like in the same hospital together. No Jojo. Way. Yeah, yeah, that's his company. He sold it. And that was actually that first time that I realized that you could make significant amount of money from starting an app in your basement was when he sold that company. I'm like, what? How much did you make? Like you could do that. We were like 18 at the time or something or 19. Yeah, yeah, it was a really, that was a really interesting technology. Um, yeah, they, yeah, we worked, we worked with them at, at Rakuten. Um, oh, cool. but we got to, we got to learn how, like the reward space. We got to learn, um, you know, talk with just about every merchant in North America. And one of the things that I think, uh, where people went wrong is they try to use like sub affiliate networks, um, which have no reliability. You're not working directly with the merchant. Uh, basically you either have to, um, front all the money, pay all the money and it, it's right for fraud. And so a lot, of, a lot of companies even today are trying to copy us with that same model because they don't think that we actually work with the merchants. So um, we called up, you know, when we were building Cosmic, we actually pitched Bitcoin back in the day. This is like 2014, 2015. Uh, we pitched it as a, as a payment rail. And I kind of saw firsthand how merchants weren't really going to be that excited about Bitcoin as payments. Um, a lot of them were really interested in the technology, but they didn't they, they didn't have remittance networks set up. And so they were like, okay, if we hold all this Bitcoin, what are we going to do with it? It sounds like a treasury nightmare. Hmm. And, and the customer didn't want to pay with Bitcoin. There weren't enough users that wanted to pay with Bitcoin. So you've seen a lot of like, you know, Bitcoin payments companies come and go over the years as well that had this promise of, of sending Bitcoin back and forth. Yeah. But on the e-commerce front, a lot of people don't want to pay with Bitcoin because it's basically, they're basically selling it. And as, as you know, the best thing to do with Bitcoin is to hold it. Yes. So that's, that's where you came here to full circle. So where, so when you work with the merchants directly and now people are spending, uh, instead of focusing on spending Bitcoin, you said, let's people, let people spend dollars and get them into the ecosystem this way by earning Bitcoin. Uh, it's actually a very different kind of like way about doing mass adoption. It's almost like you're airdropping Bitcoin to dollar holders. Yeah, cool that's a good way that? of looking at it. It's like fiat goes into the shredder yeah. and then Bitcoin comes out into your, into your lolly wallet. You could <laughs> slowly definitely but surely. See, you could see, I bet you, I mean, dude, if you had like uh, merchants that offered percentages for physical items, you're probably having arbitrage already of people buying these items, keeping the Bitcoin, reselling them. And that creates a whole ecosystem in and of itself, especially the discounts that you offer on things like, uh, like I could just become a travel agent right now and just rebook Marriott for people and make the 8% or whatever it is. Yeah, you could. We could bring back, we could bring back travel agents. <laughs> hey, I, I was a travel, I was my travel, I was a travel agent. I was a registered travel agent for like a year and I tried to do it. It's a very hard business to make money. Yeah. But I think travel agents are a real utility still nowadays, especially... Uh, they're more bespoke. Right. And that's where I see crypto trading going. 
but that's another conversation. But I, but I wrote something down that you were mentioning. You said Bitcoin, um, it's, oh, maybe I wrote it down. Uh, it's a magnet. I saw a tweet this morning and the tweet was that, I think it was, it was Raul from Real Vision. He said, uh, if, if anything, if Bitcoin is nothing but a talent magnet for millions of people around the world who want to just work on something really, really cool, that in and of itself makes Bitcoin's value over $20,000 a coin. And I really thought about that while I was uh, driving to work today. And and it's a good, and you made me think about that because here you are, you said you and your team were the inventors of the buy button. So here you have like uh, yourselves and, and other people who are part of the, the it, bringing the internet to where it is today. And you could be doing anything else, but you want to work in crypto. So here you are, it's like bringing in all these people. And I firmly believe that a lot of the reason that PayPal uh, is doing their whole crypto world that they are today is not because they see the business side of it, but because people who work in PayPal right now, including the CEO of PayPal's son is mining for Bitcoin, they all love Bitcoin. They all love crypto and they want to be a part of that revolution. So you're seeing this like r internal revolution in these companies. And I'm not making this up. They're telling me this. Do you see these similar things happening? Yeah. And we saw, we saw it back in the day at uh, when we were building Cosmic, because we when we went to go pitch Bitcoin, um, you know, we would we would find these like these like low key Bitcoiners that were like, "Look, man, I'm trying <laughs> to sell like internally. No one's listening. They think we're crazy." And then now we're talking to those same people who you know have done very well personally in Bitcoin, and they're they've like infiltrated the biggest merchants in the world, and they're like you know selling this dream. And so one of one of the innovations of Lolly is that we're the easiest company to sell to merchants. If you think about it, like we have more merchants on Lolly than any other crypto company in the world and the biggest merchants in the world. And it's, it's arguably because it's the easiest way to sell it. We don't have to deal with payments. They have to take on no risk. And so they're just working with us on a rewards engine rewards platform, which they're used to are already doing with, with, you know, sites like Rakuten and honey. And so if we come in, and we're like, look, we're just like them, except we're bringing this whole new market, which you can attract without having to, you know, really do anything. You know, they get pumped up. And even over the last like two years since we launched, um, it's been really interesting to see the the merchants uh, or the individuals at these merchants that previously weren't into Bitcoin. You know, we'll go send them the Bitcoin standard, or we'll send them, you know, that's different why Bitcoin. you send them the Bitcoin standard. Just joking. Yeah. What What do you recommend I send them? Bitcoin billionaires, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm different. I like to read through novels. Some people do, some people like stories and things like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll start sending both. Um, so we, we send them Bitcoin standard and then then they see, start to see their sales going up and, and, you know, Lolly like, you know, surpasses a lot of their expectations that they thought because I think a lot of people think, oh, it's just this, you know, new startup. Uh, how big could Bitcoin be? And then they see that we're actually driving a, a, a lot of sales their way. And then it piques their interest. Then they read the book. Then they get into Bitcoin. Oh, interesting. And, and so I've got, I've, it, over the last two years, I've converted so many of these merchants to Bitcoiners in, in, independently. So if you play this out, you know, three, four or five years, you know, when we've generated hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue for these, these merchants, which, which we're really not too far from, when I go to them and I say, hey, you know, we, um, we've, we've driven a lot of sales your way. Let's let's actually go bigger. Let's give you guys the ability to accept Bitcoin, and uh, and then I think you know three five years, um, maybe maybe it's ten years. Who knows? Um, giving these merchants the ability to accept Bitcoin, accept other cryptocurrencies. Yes. 
uh, like that's when we road. start to see, yeah, this like um, uh, probably leaning into hyper Bitcoinization at that point. Well, so um, I've tried to to get a lot of those merchants on board all those years ago, and so thank you for 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 getting them on board. But one of the biggest uh, things I would tell them is, hey, you have all these Bitcoiners who have Bitcoin um, who want to spend their Bitcoin. But I found that to not be the case. Like you said, most people want to hold. But when you're right. one of the merchants, you can really kind of say the same thing. You have all these Bitcoiners who want to spend their money on merchants that are offering cash back in Bitcoin. So here's a great example. Like I'm on I'm on Lolly right now and I've been buying all my shampoo on Amazon and I'm telling you I've been buying like fucking acid. My hair has been falling off. I think it's fake. Because uh, I used to buy my shampoo at Supercuts, but I can't go there anymore. That's another story. I got kicked out. Um, <laughs> dude, I should have like untold stories of Charlie's non-crypto life because that's another show in and of itself. Yeah, we got to see that's reality television. But um, here we go right here. I'm, I'm on Harry's.com. You offer up to 27% back and I could get all my men's, you know, grooming products right here and earn a crazy amount of money back. How do you like, first of all, why are these guys offering such a big discount? And like, what was it like? going to this merchant, Harry's, for example, and convincing them? Like, tell me a story. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's a lot of good examples here. Like um, a, a lot of them, you know, a lot of these relationships, uh, I mean, I, as you know, like a lot of businesses is just building these relationships with people. And um, I, you know, with, with out trying to sound like too big of a, um, like too cocky, um, you know, we've, uh, my team and I have made these merchants a, an absurd amount of money over the last nine years of building, you know, cosmic building at pop sugar, building at Ebates. Um, and so the initial, you know, the initial merchants that came on, came on because we had made them a lot of money and they were like, okay, uh, Alex and the team are, are building another company, you know, where we trust them, you know, we're going to go give them our business. And I position this very similarly to, um, eat Rakuten to, um, other cashback sites. And that was very intentional. And so we actually tried to look as, as close to Rakuten as possible um, because it was it, it was existing business model. And I, I'm a big believer in behavioral change happens not from like complete sh- uh, shifts. It, it happens from taking things that people are used to and then repositioning them or slightly altering them. And that's how we get, you know, mass so adoption. Where we are, yeah. And we can, you know, introduce lightning. We can introduce these like, you know, world changing, um, you know, technologies on, on, you know, on chain or, you know, second layer solutions over time. But the way we do that is take something like that already exists. I mean, Cash App has done it. PayPal's about to do it. You're taking things people are used to like, you know, Venmo and, and, and Cash App and these sort of things, you know, they, these are, these are things that people do every day. And when you start to add this like incentive mechanism on top of something that art, someone's already doing, that's when you have real change. So, you know, where we're, we're going to see the biggest shift uh, for payments in the future is, you know, when we go to these merchants and we say, you know, hey, Harry's like, if somebody paid with a stable coin or paid with Bitcoin, and because it's a better currency, you, and you don't have to pay the credit card companies, you know, if you can decrease the, the cost of, mm. of uh, medium of exchange, and actually pass that back and give someone an incentive for paying with Bitcoin or an incentive for paying with the stable coin. That's how you have real crypto adoption on the payment side. But to answer your question, um, I mean, let's just some of these stories, let's say like booking.com is, is like one of our like, you know, best partners. And, um, you know, they like, he, he was a big believer in us, um, you know, in, in the early days, you know, our, 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 um, our lead over there. 
And, you know, when he, when he first like, you know, decided to work together, he was like, if Bitcoin, if Bitcoin tanks, I'm never working with you again. And was like, you know, very much like was not a big believer in, in Bitcoin. And Bitcoin at the time was probably around like, I think it was like 3,500 or 4K. And so as our relationship has grown, we've sent them a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of sales uh, and Bitcoin has gone up. Oh, wow. Uh, we're like best friends. You know, they, I didn't realize they, it was 7% back on booking doc. I actually need to book a hotel right now for, I have to go to Baltimore. So here we go. I'm going to do it on booking.com and earn. 7% yeah. And that's back. a limited time. So like they, that's a huge, it's back. huge. Yeah. Um, and booking.com is the biggest, like, you know, travel booking in the world. So, there's one thing that we've never, yeah. that we didn't touch on. Well, there's a lot of things that we didn't touch on. And I really, really want to harvest. Sorry to interrupt you, Harvard, on this point is the biggest reason this is, is the better way to buy, to earn. The reason that earning Bitcoin is a better way is because you don't realize the price that you're buying it at. Every day, Bitcoin is volatile. You've heard dollar cost averaging and you don't have the discipline to do it. This is how you do it. Um, this is how you do it. And I've been talking about sportsbet.io and their clubhouse, which is a huge community. When you play, when you make a bet, when you do a spin, they pay you with free hands, cash back, and bets. You can play all sorts of games and they've been doing this for so long in a free, fair, and transparent way on the blockchain. Well, that's not why I'm excited today and why I'm talking to you about this. Because now they're taking this community to the next level by sponsoring the Southampton Football Club. You're talking about millions of British football fans can now see the Bitcoin logo on the front and the sleeve of also the Walford Football Club. I mean, how amazing is that? You're talking about not sponsoring your company. You're talking about sponsoring Bitcoin and crypto. Millions of people around the world are now going to be seeing this and joining the sportsbet.io clubhouse to earn more points, to play games, and to be part of that community. There's really no other way that you can use and spend your crypto and then actually earn more back and be part of this whole community. So listen, make sure you guys join sportsbet.io forward slash podcast. Give them the support that they deserve because they're supporting us and me. Go play some games, get some free hands, get some free spins, and make sure you check them out and support them on the Southampton Football Club's first game. Whenever that's going to be, check it out. It's a crazy world when I tell you that everything we say, do, hear, see, sleep, everything that we uh, interact with the world is being constantly listened to, packaged up, and sold to other people without our permission. But we already know that. Don't you're you're not in your head. We know that. Why are we okay with it? We shouldn't be. We're not getting paid for any of that. Well, my sponsor, Permission.io, actually a very cool company, and you could check them out at Permission.io forward slash Charlie. They figured out a way for you to get a piece of the action because advertisers are going to be targeting you no matter what. And now you can decide which advertisers are able to do so by granting them specific permission and then you get a piece of the action. So you're like basically earning rewards for doing what you already do online, consuming the content and sharing all your favorite information. Now, right at this minute, only these tech giants are profiting from your data. You have all these like uh, Cambridge Analytica and all these like uh, crazy files that are coming out with how our data is being used against us to spin elections and fake news and blah, blah, blah. With my sponsor, Permission.io, that is about to change. If anything, check it out. It's so cool what they're doing and how they're doing it. You can get a special sneak peek at Permission.io forward slash Charlie. And thank you guys. Thank you, Permission team, so much for sponsoring and allowing me to do what I love to do and to do this show. Exactly. Yeah, it's 
Because I mean, it's if you think about how much every every you know American, everyone in the world spends every single month on on travel, on groceries, on anything, and you know our average percent across all of our merchants is seven percent. So if you just do the math of like how many years does it take to use Lolly? Eventually, all your money goes into Bitcoin. I it's have your about, next product. Like it's it's probably about ten to fifteen years, but you know, it ends up, you know, flowing through the system and eventually, you know, slowly but surely is the saying, right? I have your next product, by the way. And what I, and I know it? how Tell to me. do it. And <laughs> I don't know if I should like talk about it on this show. I can always cut it out. But dude, if you could connect through like, so you know this industry, through like played, you know, like played, you connect your bank accounts and your credit cards mm-hmm. to Lolly somehow and do like the whole roundup thing where I'm dollar cost averaging into Bitcoin every time I use my credit card. Can you do that? Because I know there are a lot of apps yeah. that are trying to Acorns, do that. In Acorns is a massive business. And Acorns yeah, is like, like a- Acorns is, from my, to my knowledge, US only. They, uh, they do cash, you know, cash only, cash roundups. Um, and it's an incredible like dollar cost averaging. Um, do it with you know, Bitcoin. If not, I'm going to write the app myself and, and release no, it. No, no, it's, it's, so it's on the roadmap. Okay. I, I, I can say that much. It's on the roadmap. Okay, cool. Uh, and I think, I think it's brilliant too. Like, you know, it, dollar cost averaging, if you look over time for Bitcoin is the absolute best way to get into Bitcoin. I mean, other than buying in 2010, 2009, you know, so, so I want to ask yeah. you a question and I'm going to, I'm going to use the, the uh, orange juice, orange juice, orange juice. I can't even say, I'm going to use orange juice. I moved to Florida too long. So I'm like saying it as one word now. Yeah. I'm going to use orange juice as an analogy for the, for my question to you. Uh, orange juice is really good. You have fresh orange juice tastes great you know that the more you dilute orange juice and concentrate, the shittier it tastes. You get powdered right. juice, powdered anything. In the early days of Bitcoin, the message was clear. And the reason I can ask you this question is that in the age of crypto, you and your Twitter account have been very Bitcoin. In fact, you guys just launched the ability to have a sats tag. You guys uh, have coined the, the term, probably coined the term of stacking sats, essentially stacking Satoshis. You've been very big proponents of Bitcoin. And I love that. And I've, and I, Everyone should follow your Twitter account just for the cultural laughs that you get every single day from whoever writes. I need to hire your content writer, by the way. (laughs) But uh, so the question I have for you is, is in the early days, the message, all the people who got involved, we didn't come from like other industries. We didn't bring that legitimacy. So we had to like figure shit out on on our own. You know, we had to figure shit out on our own. and And we broke a lot of things. And then over the years... Folks came in like yourself who brought the legitimacy, the talent, the reputational de-risk. So now these other, like you said, there's there's less risk when other companies want to work with you now because they've worked with you before. So there's you've you've reduced that risk. The problem is, as you've seen, is now when people come in from other industries and they bring their teams and they bring their talent, the message gets assimil- uh, the message gets diluted. And there's a little bit of assimilation. And, and, I, and I worry that the flare of Bitcoin and the culture is going away in that, that we eventually could lose all of on-chainness. You know, eventually, if it's all PayPal's just doing Excel spreadsheet Bitcoin, then what is Bitcoin at the end of the day? Help me quell my, fe- my fears. I should learn how to fucking pronounce words. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> quell my fears. Yeah. And, and that's a um, really astute observation. And it's something that I think is, 
is like core to our business is Bitcoin education. Um, and, and we probably, you know, could have made more money if we had done, you know, offered a shit coin or can I curse on here? <laughs> Do you know, I tried uh, to launch, launch the first shit coin, but, but continue. Yeah. But you, you also have been a huge Bitcoin proponent, but it's, I mean, I, I think there's all these learnings over the years of just, you know, I've been, um, you know, observing the space for a long time now. And I tried to, you know, do a Bitcoin payments with, with my last company. Uh, I, I've been a big believer on it or in it, um, you know, for a long time. And I got into Ethereum and, and Solidity early on. Um, and you know, our, t- our team has built in Solidity. It's, you know, we're not um, anti, you know, altcoins and stuff like that. And although it does seem like that, mm. um, I'm all for innovation. Like, you know, the only r- way that Bitcoin came about was through somebody doing something extremely different. Um, I'm not saying like, you know, ETH is not the answer. Um, I think for the beginner, someone getting into it, um, Bitcoin is the truth. Like Bitcoin is the best asset. It has already proven its value to society. It's, it is like almost unstoppable, right? Like, and so we, we've already proven that it's the best asset in the entire world. It's the only asset that like anybody in the entire world can own and trade. Like if you, if you really like take a step back and like, think about like the asset that has the most liquidity that anybody can move anywhere in the world, it's already proven that we're already past that phase. And, and so if I'm, you know, if, you know, you talked about like trust and reputation, if, if my trust and my reputation is on the line and it's up to us to go to the rest of the world to distribute Bitcoin to people and to airdrop it, it's not creating some alternative token or something like that to give to people. Bitcoin, Bitcoin already has value. And we know the monetization tool with cash back as a way to airdrop it to the most amount of people. And so if we're going and giving away like, you know, some made up token or something like that, that doesn't have value, it just, it's, it's, it's sort of a fool's errand. It doesn't, it's not going to convert as well. If it goes down, if something happens to it, you know, the lolly reputation is held up by Bitcoin. Uh, I see what your, your point is that you're, I completely understand what you're saying. And and now if you use some other like coin or whatever, you have to worry about the reputational risk of that coin and what you're doing. Whereas with Bitcoin, it's already been proven that it's the best asset in the world. Exactly. And and there's things like, I mean, okay, my booking.com relationship is is interesting and, and I'll bring it back up because if if Bitcoin had been hacked or if Bitcoin had been 51% attacked, like some coins, or you know, if if uh Bitcoin 2.0 has not launched yet or whatever, you know, is reliant on, on, on chain. If I'm going to my booking.com contact and he's like, Hey, where's this, you know, where's this Bitcoin 2.0? When's it coming? And I'm like, look, I have no control of a decentralized asset. If I'm reliant on something that, that hasn't been proven yet, like some other coins, then, then I can't go do my business, which is bringing on more merchant adoption and ultimately um, having value for the consumer. So when we launched, Bitcoin was at around like 3,500, 4K. Now it's at, you know, 13K. Hmm. So already we've proven to our users that they can three to four X their, their earnings. And it's like three to four X better than Rakuten. Cause that's and what people care about. It's worth noting that Bitcoin hasn't even hit version one yet. Very, very fair. We, it's very like fair. not even like if you download Bitcoin core, it doesn't even say for it's like 0.8 something. I think, I don't even know. I don't follow Bitcoin core dev anymore. I used to be the guy doing the type, like the typos, correcting the typos in the Bitcoin improvement protocols before they were even, <laughs> because I'm not a coder. I'm the worst. Um, 
What do you think of Solidity? You mentioned, you brought it up. What do you think of all these blockchains creating their own coding languages? You never see that really be talked about much anymore, but it did come back into the forefront when Facebook uh, talked about Libra. And I was talking to a few of the, we've had a few of the the Libra Association members of on the show, and they they're really more excited than they are of Libra. They're more excited about the new uh, uh, scripting language that they wrote. Uh, and I forgot, is it Rust or Curl or something? I forget the name of it. Not I, Curl. I think it is Rust. Rust, yeah, or something. They're more excited about that. It's interesting, Bitcoin doesn't have that. And Bitcoin also didn't, Satoshi even never even said the words Torig complete. It's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting thing to to think about. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that, you know, you, you see language, I mean, look, I, I, I'm a, if, if the dream of Ethereum works, I'm all for it. Like yeah. I, I, I'm a big believer that if, if, if the dream works, it, it, it's going to be incredible. It has not shown it can scale yet. That doesn't mean that it can't scale with ETH 2.0. doesn't mean that they can't improve it. Um, they're just very, the, fundamentally, they're very different concepts. Like Bitcoin is so different, like worlds different than Ethereum, but everybody lumps it in the same thing. And so it, it's like to be, you know, you can be pro Bitcoin and also be, Pro-Ethereum. There's no, um, there needs to be a word for it because like maximalism, minimalism, it's stupid. Like I love, I'm ideologically Bitcoin, but we're also capitalist and we have to work in this industry. Yeah, I'm, I'm pro-innovation. Like pro I, innovation. I think, yeah, I mean, I, I think that I'm still waiting on a lot of, you know, Ethereum developments to occur that would make it relevant for our business. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's interesting things you can do with smart contracts and rewards. Um, there's interesting things you can do with staking. There's interesting things you can do with uh, lending that are, you know, that you don't have to work with Wall Street. You don't have to work with banks. Yeah. And and so if you think about like what we're doing that is so transformative is like when we go into a new country, like even even with the U.S., like we can I remember scale. the day. What, what were you going to say? I remember the day that I stopped becoming a maximalist, but continue the continue your story. You You were. Yeah, we're we're definitely. Um, I mean, I would I would say we're purists in that we 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 want um, we know that Bitcoin is the best performing um, asset for the masses. Like it's like people need to get into Bitcoin. They need to understand Bitcoin, and it's sort of the the gateway drug into other things. We understand that we're not Once like you naive understand to that. Bitcoin, then you can understand everything else. But if you try to understand Bitcoin from understanding everything else first, it's just going to be confusing. Exactly. Right for misinformation, go, brainwashing, and fraud. If we go exactly, if we go introduce, you know, some other, you know, currency, some alternative currency, somebody's learning the wrong fundamentals. And mm. so, if they learn Bitcoin, they're learning everything that they need to know. They're learning about sound money. They're learning about economics. They're learning about, um, you know, uh, self-sovereign, you know, uh, you know, financial systems, open financial systems. And you know, I, I'm, you know, a huge believer that people should like, there's so much that can be done in Bitcoin. And there's so many things that have not been built in Bitcoin yet. And if people want to go, you know, move their Bitcoin into other things, they can do it. They can use Lolly and earn Bitcoin, move it into ETH. They can move it into uh, whatever they, they want to actually, you know, own. But we don't need to do that. It's like, mm. our, it's our job to bring the masses. We, I want to go bring on the You're next on hundred million people. Right now. You want to yeah, be we're on the, the front lines. And if every time, you know, we've done a survey about, you know, how much people understand um, about, you know, cryptocurrency. Like when you go to the Midwest, when you go to other parts of the world, people don't know about Ethereum and Ethereum second place. 
but 60% of the U.S., the last, the last poll that we saw was um, 60% of the U.S. knows about Bitcoin. And this was like, a, this probably about a year it's ago. It's a crazy number. And, and I think it was like 20% knew about Ethereum. So if you're looking at it, just like bringing the masses into crypto, bringing the masses into Bitcoin, like you have to start with Bitcoin. And, and so, and, you know, I believe Bitcoin is the, is the ultimate answer, but I am a big believer that stable coins will be a huge part of Bitcoin adoption in the long term. And, and so if you like, you know, we, when I play out like the payments layer, like when we go to booking.com and we say, you know, we, we want to be a payments company, we want to give people the ability to pay with, with Bitcoin. The way that I think a lot of people are going to pay is in their native currency with a stable coin connected to whatever is native to them. Because it, like I said before, rewards are, are something are, people are familiar with. US dollars are something people are familiar but wait, with. But wait, 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 so wait. If I, hmm? Sorry to interrupt you, but rewards and all these, the digital content world, it's still very new. I was looking at pictures of me at Money 2020 and 2012 and 2013 that this whole world didn't exist yet. It's one of the reasons I think Satoshi is an alien because the, the, the Bitcoin was created. It existed for a few years, pre-digital content world. Like I'm talking about like pre, no one really used like Facebook that, that much back then. Like this was like, no one really realizes in the past eight years, how much technology and how much we use the internet has changed. Just watch a TV show that came out in 2012 and you'll see, just look at the cell phones and how little they talk about social media, but now it's everything, right? I believe Satoshi could have been an alien or so extraterrestrial because you you almost needed the digital content world to predate that, like to, to come after, because if Bitcoin was too early or too late, it wouldn't all work together. And that's why I think, like you said, like Bitcoin hits massive. You said 60%. Dude, two nights ago, I find myself having uh, a shrimp cocktail uh, and a drink in my hand at the former secretary of state of Florida's house, former congresswoman, having a drink, talking about Bitcoin with Andy Garcia, the famous actor. What world am I living in that I'm freaking <laughs> having a drink at the Secretary of State's house with Andy Garcia talking about Bitcoin? Could you believe that? We're not even uh, 10 years into this thing. It's crazy. We're, it's, it, it's like day one. It's, it's amazing. day one. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, it's so, so good. So um, how can everyone follow? Like, what's your Twitter account? Because we talked about it before and I, and, uh, I just want to make sure we have it. Yeah, it's Try Lolly is okay. the is the Twitter account. Yeah, follow us for the memes, Bitcoin back savings, all that good stuff. What are some of the what are what are the top what merchants are the top three or five merchants that everyone that you see like the most demand or the most uh, use on? Um, Booking.com, Nike, Adidas, Chewy. If you have pets, oh, is, Chewy's a good idea. Why don't I yeah, use the Chewy? Chewy's one? at seven percent, four and a half percent, I think today. Um, so there's a yeah, Harry's is always a good one. Um, you, Macy's is great. What people don't realize Club. is that if you're, if you're spending on all these things over the course of a year and you're earning this, this back, do you remember those times where Bitcoin like dumped half the price and it went back up 50% the next day? You potentially would get in on that action because right. yeah, you say, okay, I spent, let's just say someone says I spent $10,000 over the course of a year with Lolly and they earned an average of, uh, $700, right? Like so 7% back. That's not saying that you have $700 worth of Bitcoin. If, if it was over the course of the past year, you're sitting on thousands of dollars worth of Bitcoin between all the volatility. Exactly. It's, That's what it's happened exciting. to me. I've, yeah. I had $200 worth of, of Bitcoin because 
uh, I was spending like a year or two, uh, like a half a year ago on, on Lolly. It was cra- on a bunch of Marriott bookings. We need to do like uh, one feature um, it's been on the books for a while is lifetime earnings on Lolly. So you could see how much your Bitcoin has like to- total through the life of you using Lolly you've actually earned because a lot of people are, you know, a lot of the hardcore Bitcoiners are like, you know, transferring uh, Bitcoin out to their cold storage wallets, which, you know, totally yeah. fair and, and encourage. Um, but uh, yeah, but we, we need to, we need to do a lifetime earnings to see how much you've actually earned. That would be so uh, And cool. how much it's gone up. That I need to see that. That would be, well, like you could probably view that on the blockchain too. Yeah. Alex, thank you so much for taking the time and coming on the show today. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. Great questions and great ideas. And um, yeah, now I got to go back and build. <laughs> no, it's all good. That's the whole point. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. And I'll see you soon. Be safe. Uh, awesome. Thanks, Charlie.